Greetings, mortals. It's time for part two of Ghoul Meets Show. <laughs> ghoul Meets Show. Ghoul Meets Show. I love it. I wish we could be Ghoul Meets Show every week. I do too. Maybe we can have a podcast spinoff <laughs> where it's just Halloween stuff all year round. We're not quite big enough yet to <laughs> do that, but who cares? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, like shoot for the stars. Dress mm-hmm. for the job you want. Exactly. Not the job you have. Exactly. Um, I always think of stuff I want to say after we record, and we don't do, like, a big fact check or anything that, like, rehashes the episode afterwards, like some podcasts. No, if anything, I'll just text Taylor and be like, um, oh, I said this and that was wrong. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, for example, last week when I called Aunt Hilda, Hildy. Yeah, and one time I called it Blade Runner 2020, and that's wrong. But... (laughs) We just acknowledge that we're imperfect, and mm-hmm. it's fine. And um, anyway, so after last week's episode, I was looking for, <laughs> I was looking for Kimberly Brown J Browns. That's a confusing name. So I was looking up her Etsy because we brought it up, and I was like, I need to make sure that's real. And it is. And guys, it's real and it's spectacular. <laughs> so if you have time and want to be entertained for five minutes. Look it up. It's called Craftly Creative. Well, and it's like her logo, she just... It's kind of like... Whipped it up in, like, PowerPoint. Right, like, PowerPoint. (laughs) The last Microsoft Office um, tool that maybe you should use. (laughs) Um, She basically just has, like, wooden signs that she's hand-painted. And she has has some for more... She has more than Halloween Town stuff. Like, like, she's trying to kind of break into that fandom. Just fandom fandoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, she has these wooden boards that she's written quotes from TV shows. She has this one from One Tree Hill. And the quote is, like, so long. And she's just, like, handwritten it. And it's so sloppy and sideways. She should have used a stencil, you know? Mm-hmm. There's this other one where it says, always believe something wonderful <laughs> Clearly, I can't even read it because it looks like it's two different sentences. It looks like it's like um, a haiku or something. Mm-hmm. It says, always believe something wonderful is about to happen. And she has a ton of space between the first two lines <laughs> and then it's all squished and like off center. I think she just like ran out of room. So she just like went for it and it's bad. And I mean, who we've all been there when we're making posters we yeah. run out of room and you have to squish stuff in. But, like, I'm not trying to sell that poster on Etsy. No. I'm not a one-time major Disney Channel celebrity. <laughs> What's it called when you had, like, a one... I guess she had three Halloween Town movies and Quince. Yeah, so she, she was, like, a like franchise. A one-hit wonder. But... No. <sighs> so, if you want a good chuckle, go look at her um, Etsy shop. Yeah. But I guess power to her because there's a lot of reviews raving about those. Yeah. Um... So anyway, we just had to bring that up. Yeah, we thought it was important. (laughs) Yeah. So this week we did, keeping with our Halloween theme, clearly, Mm -hmm. um, our favorite TV TV Halloween episodes. Yes, which was really fun. Mm -hmm. And I had clear frontrunners, but it was also just fun to revisit a lot of those. Totally. I I wonder if we'll have the same number one. But it'll be interesting. I can't wait. So, um, I'll start. Okay. My number three is Parks and Recreation, Greg Pakaitis. 
Good choice. It's so amazing. It still makes me laugh so hard. I think it really, in that show, um, it's like one of the times you really see Chris Pratt shine. Mm-hmm. It's because like he's Burt kind Macklin. of, yeah, it's the first time you see Burt Macklin. Mm-hmm. It's iconic. Um, you get to see Amy Poehler do the most hilarious faces. <laughs> that kid who plays Greg Pakaitis is hilarious, and mm-hmm. I've never seen him in anything else. Like, is he actually just some kid named Greg Pakaitis they <laughs> pulled off the street? I don't even know. And also, I love the subplot of Anne's party. Mm-hmm. And I love how Tom comes in and saves it. Mm-hmm. And just, it's so relatable, the awkwardness of like two circles that you know social circles mm-hmm. like her work people coming together with all these parks and rec people it's it's hilarious i feel like it's really so great of all the characters personalities really shining mm-hmm. it's so funny yeah it's perfect well they have like three halloween episodes so i was trying to narrow it down mm-hmm. and they actually didn't make my any of my top but the uh Leslie and Ben get engaged on a Halloween episode, too. Oh, yeah. Well, and there's the wedding. Mm-hmm. April well, and Andy's wedding. Is that a Halloween it's party? It's not. I was really hoping it was. I was mm. trying to remember. It's just a dinner party that they have. Oh. But he just happens to be wearing a football jersey? I don't really know. But Maybe I'm just confused because um, that one freaky friend of theirs is there. Yeah. <laughs> so it always seems kind of Halloween-y. <laughs> um... Okay, my number three is the is New Girl. Um, the episode is called Keaton. Did you ever yes. see this? <laughs> that is a great one that I totally forgot about. It is <laughs> basically the premise of the episode is that Schmidt is convinced that he has been corresponding with Michael Keaton for like most of his life because <laughs> his mom would send him letters when he needed encouragement. And then, um, <laughs> from Michael Keaton. <laughs> and, um, Nick kept it up via email, <laughs> pretending to be him. And my favorite part is that the email that I, that he uses for <laughs> Michael Keaton is keatonpotatoes at AOL.com. <laughs> and oh. if you know me, I've probably asked you what was your first email address. I think email addresses are the most hilarious conversation topic 100% accurate so when I was um reliving that episode while I was doing my research I was like I was laughing so hard while remembering it so I was like I have to put it up there because it's funny highly recommend I mean even just that premise is so Mm -hmm. funny like how did they think of that (laughs) I have no idea Michael Keaton it's so random it's so funny well and I mean it like works with Beetlejuice but they don't even really talk about... I, I need to go back and rewatch it. I was hoping, spoiler alert, that Michael Keaton doesn't actually show up in the episode. Because no. I was always kind of hoping that he would. <laughs> but um, maybe they tried and schedules yeah. just clashed, but they just went with it. I mean, it's kind of funnier and weirder that he never yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. That's a really good one. Okay, what was your number two? My number two is... um. Well, it's, there's part 2A, 2B. They're both Bob's Burgers. Okay. They always do really, really good Halloween episodes. Actually, all their holiday episodes are really great. But um, my favorite Halloween episode is called Full Bars. And it's where the kids, they, um, 
They have, like, a neighboring town. It's kind of like Parks and Rec, how there's Pawnee and Eagleton. Mm -hmm. They kind of have a situation like that on Bob's Burgers. And the kids go over to the other town, which is way richer, and they find out that all the houses are giving out full bars. Classic. And then they get caught up in kind of, like, the high school bullies in that town Mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's, anyway, it's really good and really funny. But then I also love their episode called Fortnite. Which I just realized this year is a pun because I kind of only learned about Fortnite this year. <laughs> but basically, they get trapped in um, the fort they made mm-hmm. and they're trying to get out. Because this, anyway, I won't go into the whole thing, but it's Don't really. spoil it. It's really funny and good. And it's a Halloween. And it's, it's Halloween. Because okay. they're, they're really stressed because they won't get out before they can trick or treat. Mm, I get it. But their Halloween costumes are always really funny on. Bar- on- <laughs> Barb's Burgers? Barb's Burgers. A spinoff. <laughs> it's a Stranger Things mashup. Um, she does show up in random things, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but apparently <laughs> she's, like, in the Netflix family of stars, you know? Yeah, it's so, true. Anyway. They, um, like, this year, um, Louise was a dragon with a girl tattoo. Ooh. And then, um... <laughs> so random. I know. And Jean's costume was Andre the 3000, the giant. <laughs> Anyway, it's just, like, clever stuff like that, so uh, it made my top two. Perfect. I had a a feeling those would be up there, but Mm -hmm. I've never seen them, so I don't really know. They're just Mm. really funny. And I like watching them. one is. Hmm. Okay, what's your number two? My number two is The Office Halloween episode. Halloween. Season two. Yeah, I think so. It's just titled Halloween. It's gotta be. Yeah. That one's on my bonus. It's, um, I was, it's just a lot of things in one episode. Right. Well, that one's not on my top three because I can't watch the second half of the episode. It's too, it stresses me out too much. (laughs) It makes me really sad. So I only watched the first half. (laughs) Well, it's just, it shows, like, Jim and Pam applying for jobs for, um, Dwight is, like, the most terrible thing that someone could ever... Like, that's so mean. It's horrible. Like, but then I love Dwight's reaction, how he's flattered. He's like, <laughs> it's oh, true. no, it's fine. I just think that a satisfied customer may have submitted my incorrect resume or whatever. <laughs> so that's really funny. But it's I really true. have to imagine doing that But it, Like, if you think of, like, bullies in high school... Where they bully them, bully people in a way that makes the person feel like they're their friend. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Yeah, it is. It's cruel. Exactly. I think it is weird revisiting The Office when you're like, you know, they kind of were bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I have major complicated feelings about Jim mm-hmm. now because I, when the show was first airing, I really felt like, oh, I hate Karen. She's just in the way of Jim and Pam. But, like, if you think of it from Karen's point of view, she had no idea about Pam at Mm -hmm. all. She just moved, like, completely relocated her life for this guy who then kind of just drops her Mm -hmm. with no explanation. Yeah, there's some problems there. Which Steve Carell even talks about now. He's like, we couldn't reboot it now because it's very, it's pretty problematic. (laughs) Um, Another thing is just... I think it's so, I think, um, seeing coworkers in Halloween costumes is hilarious enough. (laughs) And then on top of that, like, they're all dealing with someone having to be let go and 
it's like the most serious thing while people people are dressed up in these ridiculous costumes. It really is so genius, especially when it first came out when I was in high school. I didn't really get like working in an office or like mm-hmm. coworkers at all, you know. No, and so now rewatching it in that way, it's so funny. Now that we're just awesome office working gals. Yeah. Were you gonna say awesome? Awesome Awesome Office Working working Gals. I feel like, um, too it's like Pam's like, well it's really gonna put a damper on the party. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, can you imagine going to a work party right as someone's about to get fired? Yeah. No. No no no. So yeah. It's painful but it's good. Mm -hmm. I just can't watch when I just hate when Michael's, like, sitting there in his house sad, Mm -hmm. and then he's all happy for the kids coming to trick-or-treat. It's just, like, too much for me. It's just too... It's it's pretty heartbreaking. But it's a great episode. It really is. And it's provided so many Halloween costumes for other people. Yeah, that's so true. I love people when they dress up as Jim and Pam from Mm -hmm. the The Halloween episode. The three-hole punch Jim. Mm Mm-hmm. It's good. That's the complicated part of Jim, because, like, I'll always love him. Well, yeah. But he's he's imperfect, you mm-hmm. know? He'll always be one of my dreamiest TV crushes. Mm-hmm. Especially season two, Jim. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So, Drum let me get, please. Let me guess what your number one is. Okay. Is it from Community? Yes. <sighs> yes Do you know I'm... which one? No, because I haven't watched it. <sighs> well... So tell me about it. It is the zombie episode. Mm. And it is from season two. And the premise of this episode, and Community, to be fair, they do have a lot of great holiday episodes. This one I love because the premise is hilarious. Basically, the Dean, who is very wacky, Mm -hmm. he wants to save on food for the school party, and he... He buys army surplus, like, what he thinks is ground beef, and it ends up being, like, radioactive or something. Yikes! And everyone who eats it turns into a zombie. (laughs) And, um, it turns into, like, a zombie apocalypse movie. So is this, like, a concept episode? Yeah. Basically, almost every episode is, like, a concept episode. Okay. Very unrealistic but still somewhat grounded in reality mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. But, um, because, like, no one actually dies as zombies mm-hmm. or anything, but they then, like, anyway, yeah, you should just watch it sometime. No spoilers. <laughs> but, um, it's fun because everyone's costumes are always really funny in community. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has an added factor of the Dean's playlist, his phone he only just hooks up his phone, so mm-hmm. it's, like, his voice memos, but it's also only ABBA the whole time, <laughs> which is great. And um, you get to see Donald with a shirt off. Oh, perfect. That's yeah, great. that would be my number one, too, if I would have seen that. Mm-hmm. It's very, really has a strong effect yeah, seriously. on viewers. <laughs> but, yeah, it's great. It's really funny. And they always do a legitimately good job when they have, like, action genre episodes which mm-hmm. they do kind of a lot obviously i'm sure you've heard of the paintball episodes mm-hmm. so it's another really great episode perfect what is your number one i don't even know really what to guess i feel like we have such a different um like kind of background of shows mm-hmm. 
So I can't wait to hear what you're doing. I'm very is. impressed that we didn't have any overlapping. It's pretty crazy. Um, because I'm just shocked that this wasn't in yours. But my number one is Freaks and Geeks, Tricks and Treats. It's on my bonus. It's just, I just, it's so relatable. I think I just had the hardest time with giving up trick-or-treating when I was that, when I was that awkward age in middle school. It really is, it's like one of those, um, transitions from kid to teen Mm -hmm. slash adult that Mm -hmm. is like, um, really easily marked. You know, like most things are gradual, but when you can't trick or treat anymore. Yeah. One year you do and the next you don't. Yeah. And it's sad because you really do love, like every kid loves trick or treating. Mm -hmm. When was the last year that you went trick or treating? I'm, I went when I was in eighth grade. Okay. Same. And then I, we had had the same time. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was eighth grade. Yeah. I went in eighth grade. We just hit all the big houses. Mm Mm-hmm. I saw this thing going around Facebook the other day that was, it said something like, if you have a trick-or-treater at your door that looks too old to be trick-or-treating, don't say anything about it. Just give them candy and be happy that they're out trick-or-treating and not, like, getting wasted at some party or doing drugs. And I was like, that's a really good way to look at it. So maybe I'll hit some houses this week. My grandma, um... She, when she thought kids were too old to be trick-or-treating, she would literally give them rocks. <laughs> oh my, and my gosh. Grandpa, my mom said that my grandpa was like, I'm surprised we didn't get that rock thrown back through our window. <laughs> that is shocking. <laughs> my grandma does not put up with that kind of stuff. That is a really, really amazing story. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so glad you shared that. Um, so anyway. and Well, it's relatable that part is really relatable. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that kind of awkward feeling, like, even Sam is like, are we too old to be <laughs> uh-huh. doing this? But then also Lindsay, like, Well, it's like a double to, whammy. Yes. Like, she's like, oh, we could go do this, we could go do this. And all, they're all like, chill out, Lindsay. We're just going to drive around and, like, be bad teens. <laughs> and, like, she, um, she usually just passes out candy with her mom every year and mm. then... So she leaves her mom for the first Halloween, and her mom's just sad because neither of her children are her same children anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. It's precious. You know why I don't think that was on my top three? It's because usually I watch it every year on Netflix mm-hmm. around Halloween, but I couldn't because they just took it off. So it wasn't as fresh in my mind, you mm, know? Yeah. It really is so good. It is so good. But also, how many times have I had Freaks and Geeks on my top three? I know. Well, that was the problem. I was like, I feel like I just keep repeating stuff, but I but hopefully like... that inspires people to watch Freaks and Geeks because it's so good. Yeah. I mean, hopefully. Exactly. That's my goal. Picks it up. Yeah. I want to be a missionary for Freaks and Geeks. You got to spread that good word, you know? Yeah. Wow, um, what a great top three. I want to watch all of these. I know. Wait. I want to go back and watch your top three. That's a good idea. We should have done that. Well, I mm-hmm. guess we still could do that. We're just running out of time. Um, oh, I had a couple bonuses, too. I forgot. Um, we don't have to talk about it for a long time, but Glee, Rocky Horror Picture Show episode. Oh, yeah. I actually still love... I love their Rocky Horror songs, actually. Yeah, still. it's good. I really like that. And then um, Boy Meets World, when they get locked in the school. I also have that one. You know what's weird? I was... Because Boy Meets World is on Hulu, 
And I was trying to find that episode, but I couldn't find it because I was looking for something that aired around October. No, it aired in February. What is the deal with that? Mm-hmm. I'm like Jerry Seinfeld right now. <laughs> but, like, that is so weird. I remember distinctly being a Halloween episode yeah. on TGIF. Uh-huh. So I was very confused Yeah, by I was that. reading about it, and they were like, it aired in February. So weird. Because that's, like, one of the top remembered Halloween episodes. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Okay, um, we kind of have a lot of TV news to dive into. It was a TV news heavy week, and it was also a lot of exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff I'm excited about. Yeah. Um, to say what you said <laughs> in just a slightly different way. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Marvelous Miss Maisel. <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm glad you screamed because that's like our Halloween episode. Very ghoul cool meets show. Maybe we could use that as our theme song. <laughs> oh, but it was so beautiful. <laughs> um, Marvelous it's not our fault that that title is impossible to say. Yeah, it feels right like way. I have a billion marbles in my mouth. Yeah, which is another way you could accidentally say that show title. Yeah, exactly. Mar- Marvelous Miss <laughs> Marvelous Maisel. Marvelous Marbles. It's hard. It's like a, an actual tongue twister. I'm glad I'm not alone. Okay, so it got a re- it got a release date, and it's going to be out on December fifth, just in time for my birthday. Yeah, and so I'm excited about that. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks I'm excited. Really good. Okay, you go next. Well, today it was announced that Fox is doing Rent live. I was hoping you'd bring this up because I've never seen Rent. Oh my gosh, Rent is good. I know. I think the movie, well, to be fair, I've is never that like, seen the play, mm-hmm. but I've seen the movie and I was really kind of obsessed with it in is high school. Is that where that one song comes from? Like, Seasons of love. See, you already know half of it. You're a huge fan. <laughs> Rent is number- pretty good. I love that song. I don't even know why or how I knew it, but I've always loved it. The songs are so fun. I think it'll be great, especially because some of the cast is real. Well, first of all, I'm very excited in general because I loved Grease Live. I have really mixed feelings about the live musicals on TV because they're kind of awkward and sometimes I get bored. But Grease Live wasn't awkward to me because they had a live audience that applauded after all the songs and laughed at the jokes. What station did that one? Fox, okay. also. And... Um, it was also really fun and well-paced, and I never got bored, and I was extremely impressed with Vanessa Hudgens in that show, not only because, like, you know, she's good in High School Musical, but I was like, how good of a singer will she really be? Mm-hmm. And I thought she was amazing. Yeah. And her dad died that day. Yeah, that was the craziest thing. It was crazy. She was so good. And so she was actually just announced as, um playing Maureen, who was played by Adina Menzel, both on Broadway and oh, in Adele the movie. Oh, Adele Dazim? <laughs> Wickedly talented. <laughs> um, so she'll be playing Maureen, and um, one of the kids from, who I only really saw him for the first time in Grease Life, his name's Jordan Fisher, he was super adorable, and he'll be playing Mark, who was played by um, Anthony Rapp who unfortunately is really famous for the one who exposed Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. But he originated that originated the role of Mark both on Broadway and in the movie. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Tanashi is going to be in it, the R&B singer. Oh. She's playing Mimi, who Rosario Dawson played in the movie, which will be awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, someone from RuPaul's Drag Race named Valentina is going to be Angel, which I'm assuming will be awesome because even though I don't watch Drag Race, people are very excited about her on um, Twitter. Oh, that's good. So I take it that it'll be awesome. Yeah. So. It has to be. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, okay, another exciting thing. Um, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston's Apple show that they've been working up has gotten a pretty hefty cast. And by hefty, I mean Steve Carell. Yeah, three all-stars. Yeah. Any one of those people, I would be intrigued enough to check out a show, mm-hmm. let alone when they're all in it together. Yeah. And, well, I actually do... Are Reese and Jen even in it, or are they just doing it? I... So, from headlines I saw, and it was the pictures of the three of them, mm-hmm. I kind of assumed they were all in it, but I actually I have no idea. Yeah. I have no they idea They might just either. be producers. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I love Steve Carell, so... Same. Well, and Billy... Um, Crudup? Crudup? Oh, he's really good. Yeah, I really like him. He's al- he's a person I always love in his the roles that he's playing, but he always looks so different that I have to always look him up, and I'm like, <laughs> this is how I remember him, is that he was the journalist on the Jackie Kennedy movie. Oh, I never saw that, but I know he's in... I know him from Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. And, um... 20th century women. Yes, that's the second movie that I always remember him from. Anyway, so he's also going to be in it. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Do you know what it's about? Yeah, it's about a, um, like a morning show, like on television. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a drama. That's going to be really good. Yeah. So we'll see. Seems like Reese would be a natural to star in that show, too. Doesn't yeah. does she seem like a morning show host? Totally. So... I just, I hope she's in it. <laughs> I hope so, too. Um, I have another piece of news, and it is that um, Netflix canceled American Vandal. I also had that piece of news. I'm sorry for your loss. I'm actually fine with it. Okay, Because good. I didn't really like season two. Yeah. I thought it um, took away from season one, personally. Yeah. I just didn't think it was as good. Mm-hmm. So, people and are like, freaking out about it. how many more times can a school be vandalized? Well, this was a different school in season two. Yeah, but I just mean, like, how many different ways can the school be vandalized? Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, if you're trying to do shocking things, yeah, like... You kind of, like, reached your peak with the poop. <laughs> and I wouldn't even consider that vandalism. No. Like, it was a prank, yes. Mm-hmm. But the first season, everything about it worked because it was, like, not that high concept. Like, it was... There were little technicalities they had to yeah. figure out, like, who could erase the security footage and stuff. But, like, a teenager would legitimately spray paint dicks, like, on a bunch of cars, yeah. you know? This, the whole mastermind thing was just, like, too high concept. It just didn't work. It was grosser. The kids weren't as good at acting. I didn't love the characters. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm not that sad about it. Okay. Just because I, I loved season one so much. Yeah. Um... Okay, Mindy's Four Weddings and a Funeral got some casting news, and it's all so good. John P. Reynolds is going to be in it. He is our fave guy from Search Party. Besides John Early. Yeah, second to 
second he's the second best John on that show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um I'm so curious about his character in this. Like, will he just kind of be like how he is on search party? I have no idea. He is a complete mystery. Yeah. We, I don't have time to explain to you all in um to really completely tell the story of Taylor and me trying to find out how old he is. Mm-hmm. It took almost a full year yep. for us to find it. Taylor found it because she is was a hacker in another life. I'm kind of scary good at that kind of stuff. <laughs> Truly, like, we're going to moonlight as hackers, and I guess I'll just, like, run our Facebook ads while you <laughs> do the actual hacking because you're so much better at it than I am. But, like, it, anyway, he's just a mystery including his um like his character is so subdued on search party like who even is he so i can't wait to watch him in like a rom-com yeah. show um they also ha- got rebecca rittenhouse who is also on the mindy project she comes mm-hmm. in at the end as the, she's the other doctor mm-hmm. and i i liked her yeah i liked end. her too and she's also she plays a kind of small role on um handmaid's tale Oh, She's I never Samara got to Riley's wife. Um, and then Nikesh Patel. I, oh. he's a, from what I saw, he's only really been in stuff that was made in the UK. I can see from his photos, he's very attractive. Yeah. So. So I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. And then, um, Jessica Williams, who, she... She's in two dope queens. Oh my gosh. She's in two dope queens. Yeah. Which I've never seen, but... I've only seen some stuff. I think I've... I have heard really great things about her. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about it. Same. And Mindy. Who does a rom-com better than Mindy? No. No no one. one. And it'll be on Hulu. Great. Yeah. I love when things are on things I already have. Exactly. Okay, so the main event of our... Part two of Ghoul Meets Show is that we have been watching the brand new Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. We both loved Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. Yes. Can we, like, give a just a little moment of um, tribute to the original TV yes. show? Um, I've been watching some of the old episodes because I was watching first some of the Halloween episodes and then I just kind of kept going because it's mm-hmm. all they're all on Hulu right now. And first of all, it was so, it was really, um, to bring back something Taylor said last week about how Halloween was such a 90s thing, part of that was that we had all these shows that were year-round and very Halloween-y. Totally. Sabrina, we had, they made a cartoon of Sabrina, they made a Beetlejuice cartoon, Adam's Family cartoons, Mm -hmm. and these were all Mm year-round. So we were always kind of having these little Halloween Halloween inspired. was always on the on our minds. Yeah. And one thing I was just I was still laughing at a lot of the jokes on Sabrina. It's hilarious and so goofy. Like we don't have that many goofy Mm-mm. primetime <laughs> shows these days. No. And it was just really cracking me up. I was watching um if anyone that I work with is listening to this, which <laughs> they tell me they listen but do they really? We'll test it. Yeah. And they I was telling them all about this episode I was watching, <laughs> and it's where um, the ants bake Sabrina a date out of man dough. I totally remember that. I was dying. It was so 
funny. They had they had to make a personality glaze that they would like spread <laughs> over him after, and they were like dancing around making this. I wish it was thing. that easy. I know, <laughs> and that was so funny because they were like, "Ooh, let's make him a, a musician." And then, um. Hel- uh, Hilda was like, oh no, I accidentally put in too much enthusiasm. <laughs> and they, like, he goes to the dance. First of all, it's Brian Austin Green, who's a star of um, Beverly Hills 90210. Ooh. So they got, like, a legitimate 90s hottie. hottie. And he's like, oh my gosh, I love this song. But he says it, like, about every song. And she's like, chill out. <laughs> it's so, it was so funny. Aw, I love that. So, I want to go back and watch them. You really should, like, pick a couple. And plus, some that I were watching, I was so glad that I watched it, because I think there were some little references to certain episodes in the new Netflix one. Oh, that's cool. Well, um, they, the old, ne- the old series did a cute little video, like, giving their well wishes to the new cast on Netflix, and it was really precious. And I loved it. I love that they all came back for yeah, it. Yeah, I loved it so much. It was so cute. It was important enough for them to do that. I loved it. Um, But with that note, do not watch this show expecting it to be the same as Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It no. is vastly different. It is mm-hmm. not really that funny, which is something... Um, we can talk about i mm-hmm. is something i wanted to talk about um did you read that it's based on a very specific new comic book that was written i i don't so, i know it's based on a new comic i knew i didn't know it was new so it's like within the last 5 years i think because oh. apparently they did a whole new archie comics arc about oh. archie in the afterlife mm-hmm. and so each um so like all the riverdale kids are like supernatural things going on mm-hmm. and then Sabrina got her very own um issue in that little like kind of series okay because Sabrina's always been an Archie comic mm-hmm. and um it was so popular that then they made a whole new series just of the chilling adventures of Sabrina okay and then now that so this show is an adaptation of that comic and it's cool because I just read today um, one of the, my favorite things about the new show are the opening credits, mm-hmm. and the guy who drew the comic book drew the credits. Oh, that's really cool. So it's all, like, the same and beautiful, and it's just so cool. I love that. I mean, clearly I already love that it's in the Riverdale universe. <laughs> that's another thing, because there are probably some Riverdale Easter eggs that I don't know, because I haven't watched the show. Yeah. I haven't read anything about Easter eggs about it, except there's one line... Um, in one of the later episodes where all they, it's not like a whole reference. I mean, they, all they say is that they called a mortuary in Riverdale. Yeah. I heard them reference Riverdale. Mm -hmm. Like it's, they just talk about it as it's a neighboring town because it is. Well, and I guess I should publicly say I have not finished the season yet. I'm only like halfway through. Yeah. But I think I did read somewhere that there is a, um... Someone from Riverdale shows up in an episode. I think that could be wrong, but I read a headline and I didn't want to read the whole article because (laughs) I didn't want it to spoil it for me. Totally. Well, I saw that. I think you're right. I didn't read it either. Mm -hmm. Um, Revealing a lot about... I just read a lot of headlines. (laughs) But I saw that too. (laughs) 
hey, you know, we're millennials. We just want things wham, bam, bam. Yeah. Force feed it to me. Um, But no, so you're right. That is true. But I bet I wouldn't have even had recognized him yeah, as a Riverdale true. character. So we'll see if I recognize them. Um, Well, do you want to talk about the things that you liked so far? Yeah. I... Um, I like dark stuff. I've, think I've said it before. Mm -hmm. So, um, that is really interesting to me because it is very dark. Mm -hmm. I even think that this is kind of, this is scarier to me than, um, The Haunting of Hill House. I think it's a little more terrifying. Have you gotten to the episodes about her friend's uncle? Yes. Because that is very freaky. Yeah, it's really freaky. I, and it's fun freaky. Not so scary that I, like, am actually scared. No. But there's jumpy things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. They there's do a good job with stuff. that. There's jumpy stuff. There's gory stuff. There's uh, Satan stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of Satan stuff. Which, okay, I also haven't watched any of the new season of Riverdale, but from what I've heard is that it kind of gets into a little satanic thing. So I'm interested to watch that now and see how it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm very intrigued. And what if it is a lot like that other Archie Afterlife comic, too? Mm -hmm. So I just don't know. I don't know either. Um, Something I love about the show, I I really love the the Hilda and Zelda ants. Yes, I I love the actors. I do not like Zelda's character. She sucks. I know. But they actually have some good character development as it goes on. Okay. That's good to know. They, because they, I've kind of been frustrating, frustrated with her. She's super mean. But they bring a lot more nuance into the relationship between Hilda and Zelda. Mm-hmm. Um, especially after, I think, the episode you're on. Okay. The dream episode. Yeah. Because that kind of really shakes her. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it funny how she looks so much like... Patricia Clarkson's character in Sharp Objects. Yeah, she They're does. They're like twins. Yeah. And I never would have thought that the actresses would be that similar looking. Oh, the actresses are um, Miranda Otto plays Zelda, and I know her from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. She plays Eowyn, who is like, you know, kind of a feminist hero mm-hmm. for, I think, a lot of girls who were in were in um, high school when those movies came out. <laughs> um, Hilda is um, Lucy Davis. Mm-hmm. She, I, she's like the original Pam on the British Office. Oh, and she's in Shaun of the Dead, and she is actually in Wonder Woman. She yeah, plays... Wonder Woman was the only thing I re- recognized mm-hmm. her from, where she plays the her little uh, friend Edna yeah. Candy. I think I was gonna say token fat girl. Because yeah. that's how I kind of felt about her character, and I was kind of a little offensive. I think she even wore a fat suit in the show, in in the Wonder Woman. Probably, because she looks a little different than she does on um, Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Also, in the, in the show, they share a room. Is that ever <laughs> talked about? It's weird. It's super weird. They live in a mansion, and the ants share a room. And they have, like, twin-sized beds. <laughs> I was so confused about that. Well, that kind of comes up later in the season, too. Oh, does it? Okay, A little good. bit, yeah. Okay. Um, it's so funny. I also... I think that Harvey is, like, cute and nice, but he is boring. Well, Do you feel like that? I liked him more. I think the actor's good. I think Ross yeah, Lynch he, is a good actor, and yes. so I think I wasn't 
as bored by him as I have been of other, like, kind of boyfriend characters, mm-hmm. boyfriend or girlfriend characters. It's kind of, I like that it's kind of like a gender swap of the norms. Mm-hmm. Like, he's kind of the clueless damsel in distress kind of guy. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, yeah, he's not really, like, a compelling character. Yeah. I, um, it's funny because I feel like this is the only time I want to, I want to, like, compare old and new Sabrina, because Harvey was always just kind of, like, dopey, mm-hmm. didn't really, couldn't figure out what was going on, but I feel like it was re- just kind of funnier how clueless he was in the old one. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's not, like, kind of a joke that he's so clueless. No. It's just kind of bland. Yeah. Um, well, and also, Ross Lynch, who plays Harvey, his IMDb page is so hilarious to me because he does, he would like started at Disney Channel, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he played Jeffrey Dahmer in My Friend Dahmer. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like the funniest transition ever. Well, and it's total like, and um, now he's Zac like, Efron, yeah, a little bit. And now he's like halfway through, he's like, now he's like halfway between Disney and um, playing Jeffrey Dahmer by playing. Harvey on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I feel like I feel like yeah. it's a good middle middle ground. He found a happy medium. Yeah, the name Harvey Kinkle too. Can we? <laughs> That's hilarious. The saddest last name. It's funny that I definitely would keep my last name <laughs> if I was Sabrina. Especially your last name Spellman. Totally. Best last name. It's like it feels weird in a drama that they just have to say it with a straight face. Yeah. Harvey Kinkle. I think it helped for me because I had read some reviews online before I started watching. Um, people were thrown off by how little humor is involved, and I would agree with that. I was prepared, though, but I mm-hmm. hope that in the next season they kind of add in a little bit more humor. Like, have more fun with it. Yeah. About halfway, I had this dawning comprehension that I was like, I feel like I'm watching Vampire Diaries, but for witches. Oh, it okay. It feels exactly like that tone um kind of how they're learning like a new supernatural object or spell or whatever each episode to Mm -hmm. like solve a new problem that's total vampire diaries kind of formula okay um and even down to the music cues they were like it's like they used the vampire diaries um like almost their like playbook like, their CD of the music cues sometimes. But then it made sense a little bit because um, this was originally going to be bought by WB oh. and not Netflix. And so it kind of makes sense if they're kind of preparing it as, like, a CW show mm-hmm. because it's TV-14. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... I was kind of expecting um, more gore, more, like, maybe sexy stuff because mm-hmm. it's Netflix. Yeah. But if it's could have been on a network show, so it's a lot tamer mm-hmm. than even, like, Hill House, Yeah, you know? Well, like, there's no swear words. That actually makes sense, too, because I was surprised at how um, similar it felt to Riverdale, mm-hmm. even though there wasn't necessarily constant Riverdale references. Um, just the way it's filmed, and there's, like, kind of always, like, um, smoke in the air, yeah. and, like... Um, so that ma- that would make sense. I was kind of wondering about that. So that answered my question about that. Yeah, it it um I feel like it's interesting because the fact that it's on Netflix adds kind of a level of like gravitas. Mm-hmm. I think like every um 
entertainment source is like recapping it that maybe if it were a CW show I mean CW shows obviously obviously still get recapped Mm -hmm. but I feel like maybe almost unfairly they're like judging it a little differently that it's Netflix Mm -hmm. like they're taking it more seriously exactly and so it's just kind of interesting that um I just it's like I didn't really notice it in the first few episodes Mm -hmm. but then as it really started going um, and they started adding some side characters that I didn't think were as so, uh, strong at acting. Like, that mm-hmm. were just kind of, like, you could tell they were just going to be random love interests. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that feels so um, Vampire Diaries. And I'm assuming Riverdale, mm-hmm. you know? So, I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, one question I have. Why is Hilda British and Zelda American? I have a lot of questions, actually. There, And I'm... So, I'm hoping that they... A lot of my questions can be answered, A, in the last five episodes, B, in the next seasons. Are they, like, plot questions? Just, like, little things, like, about how, why can they resurrect and, like, the children from the school couldn't. Mm. Like, when, why, when does that change? When can you re- be a resurrecting yeah. witch? Like, mythology questions. Yeah. That makes sense. Because mine is kind of just, like, the British-American thing. I'm like, so did you grow up in England? Did she grow up in America? Mm-hmm. You seem like you've been together your whole lives. And it's weird because Zelda's Australian, the actress. So, like, why? Are you, uh, I just don't <laughs> understand. I don't either. Like, it seems like an intentional choice to have Zelda do an American accent mm-hmm. when she's not an American actress. Mm-hmm. Could Hilda not do an American accent, the actress? So they're just like, just keep yours. It's cute and quaint, fits your character. But I feel like if they want Zelda to be like kind of the harsher sister, mm-hmm. she could have totally also done like a just a British accent. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. That's a good question, and it really distracted me. Have you researched me. it at all? No, I wonder be, if they've talked about that anymore. I'll research it this week and talk about it next week. Um. Oh, they also mentioned Salt Lake City. Yes! <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about that. And it's so weird. It's just it this total throwaway line. So weird and such a throwaway line that I'm kind of like, wait, Netflix, are you obsessed with us? Which is fine. I yeah, am, we welcome you. Yeah, we're honored. Have a headquarters here. But like, is that movie they were watching a real movie? I didn't look that up. I should have. I didn't look it up Because I was also trying to s- just like watching the movie they were. So basically the reference is that they're watching this old horror film an old horror film and i don't remember what the line they says before the girl says before but she's like oh it was actually filmed in salt lake city and then they just (laughs) move on with the rest of what they're talking about Uh it's so so random i rewound it to make sure i was hearing that correctly Mm -hmm. it was so bizarre it was so weird but (laughs) it's like maybe there's some writer with Netflix or something that is from here. And so, so they they're, just like, throw trying it in as to... much as they can. Yeah, they're trying to, like, incept people yeah. that, like, Salt Lake is really cool. Because mm-hmm. it is. It was so... I'm so glad you said that. It was so <laughs> weird. But one thing I, I also wanted to talk about was I, I was really annoyed. I got used to it. Mm-hmm. But at first, you know the camera work when it gets super blurry around them? Well, like... I a... do not like that. There's a lot of camera work that's like that, but it's not consistent. No. Like, sometimes Ugh. it has blurry edges and sometimes it doesn't. And it's not... You're right that it's inconsistent, so it doesn't feel like it's crucial. No, it's like not when they're at a specific place or 
and it's only in a dreamlike state mm-hmm. or like when they're doing spells. Yeah, like it's not even every time they do a spell. No, it's there's one time I remember where I was like, okay, this time it really makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I it really kind of bothered me. Yeah, it's interesting because it doesn't look better to do that. It looks like you need to wipe off your camera lens to me. Yeah, I kind of. I think it depends on the shot. Some of them I liked it, and sometimes I felt it was distracting. But yeah, that was something I noticed, too. The one scene where I liked it, I don't know if you've gotten to the Thanksgiving episode yet. Mm-mm. But I love a Thanksgiving episode, though. Yeah. I love seasonal mm-hmm. things. Um, But it's where they have to do kind of like a protectant spell so that someone can't see them. Mm-hmm. That time it made sense, because, like, everything was blurry around just the witches who were undercover. Yeah, that makes sense. And so I was like, okay, thank you. That actually makes sense with the plot. Mm -hmm. It makes artistic sense why you do that. Mm -hmm. But other times, it just makes me feel like I need glasses. Which I want. I wish I wore glasses. (laughs) So that was cool, actually. (laughs) Yeah. But overall, I did like it. I've, again, I haven't finished it, but I don't think that anything could happen to make me stop liking it. But I am enjoying it a lot. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's really different. Um, I like it. So I recommend I recommend it. Yeah, it's a good spooky show. It is very long. Yeah. That's one of the things I don't love about it, how long the episodes are. They're long, and it kind of takes them, a, like, half the season to fully get, like, they take, like, half a season to go into, like, something that happens at, like, one night. And so I feel like it's, they could have definitely trimmed that down. Um, other than that, I do like it. I'm Mm -hmm. enjoying it. It's not like it's boring and long. It just is a long show. Yeah. And when we're trying to binge it in like one or two days, (laughs) I would appreciate shorter (laughs) episodes, but, but it's good. I, one, it's like you were saying, I just, my hope for the show for the next season, um, is that like, now that we're familiar with this town and with these different magical happenings and these characters. I do hope they open it up to have a little more fun with their magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I love in the first episode when she's so excited that Harvey says she loves her when she like uses her magic to turn on the jukebox mm-hmm. and dance around the house. Good old Matilda style. Yeah, just like moments like that. They don't. It doesn't need to be a comedy at all. No. I like the dark. Yeah. I like everything. I, I like how it looks. I love the costumes. I just, um, I just, like, let them have a little more fun. Because yeah, these they're are teenagers. They're, yeah, they're teens, you know? And yeah. they do, you can tell that they, um, like, they're a fun group of friends. Mm-hmm. I would just like to see that more. And exactly. I like seeing teens that have special powers and, like, using them to have fun. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, watch it. If you dare. <laughs> or else. This week, for our special Ghoul Mates show, instead of our typical, um, normal boyfriends of the week, we wanted to, um, pull our boyfriends from the amazing pool of celebrity Halloween costumes and discuss that a little bit. Because there were so many. And this weekend, it kind of made me feel like I had missed Halloween. Same. Because so many people were posting about their costumes and stuff. But, Mm -hmm. and I'm not planning on wearing mine until actually Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't do anything to celebrate Halloween this weekend. So I was like, I missed it, but I didn't really. Mm-hmm. Saving the best for last. Yeah. I'm just not a celebrity that gets invited to a billion Halloween parties. I'm just your average girl who doesn't get invited to any. 
<laughs> the chilling adventures Poor me. of Taylor Goff. <laughs> Um, okay, so mine is pretty obvious, but if you have not seen Harry Styles' Halloween costume from this year, what are you doing? Google it. Go look at my Twitter. I've tweeted about it. You will not be disappointed. It is incredible. He is wearing a full rhinestoned, um, sequins, like, outfit. It's a Dodgers uniform. He's dressed up as Elton John. And he's wearing these amazing Gucci pink sunglasses. And it actually makes me wish he were playing Elton John in the biopic. Yeah. Me too. Because Mm -hmm. he looked so good. And even it was Elton approved. Mm, He, Elton loved it. Yep. So, I mean, what more could you ask for? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Other than to be invited to that party. Mm Mm-hmm. But... The pictures are incredible. Such a good Halloween boyfriend. I was so distracted by them all weekend. My boyfriend, luckily, to our favorite guys dressed up as, uh, in costumes this weekend so we could use them. Yeah, we both kind of are choosing our usual, typical boyfriends. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's our podcast. We can do what we want. I know I say that a lot, but it's true. Doesn't make it not true, you no. know? Yeah. So, my special Halloween time boyfriend is none other than Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. He dressed up as Thor, which is hilarious because he directed the last Thor movie. Mm-hmm. And him and Chris Hemsworth's relationship <laughs> is so hilarious. They love each other. I love it. They, they, um, what Chris brought Taika as his date once to the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. They both wore Time's Up pins, might I add. They're just perfect specimens. Mm-hmm. Taika, he's wearing, like, he dressed up as, like, um, 80s Thor. So he has, like, these wings on his helmet. Aww. And he's wearing, like, this blonde bombshell, like, 80s rocker wig. It's, like, not even blonde. It's, like, yellow. It's bright yellow. <laughs> it's, like, Gaga in the telephone video mm-hmm. yellow. And he just looks amazing. With his mustache. He has a mustache which I it's not my preferred styling on a man, but he pulls it off. Yeah, exactly. He can he can pull off anything. He looks amazing with his long beautiful blonde hair. I just love it. It's so funny. He's perfect. Okay, well, um happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. Be safe. Go trick or treating no matter what your age is. Tis the season. <laughs> I'm almost 30. Maybe I'll go. <laughs> Maybe just, like, to the neighbor's house. I'll just... <laughs> I kidnap a child. I'll take Lemon. <laughs> yeah. My familiar. Yeah. Dogs need candy, except actually dogs can't eat. Shouldn't eat She candy, probably but... has a form of IBS, so maybe she shouldn't. <laughs> but she is going to be wearing a costume. I can't wait to me. see it. All right. Well, have a <laughs> spooktacular Halloween. Bye.